This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, they're talking over so Talk it over. Yo, 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 it's your man Big O back for another episode of Talk It Over, the only dating relationship show that begins in bed, and we got a full house today. I can't wait to get to the topic. Let me check in with Trish, my lovely co-host, Trisha. Trish, can you hear me? Are you good from the friendly skies? How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I told you, remember I told you last week, I'm not traveling until my vacation in like four weeks, five weeks. Okay, five weeks. okay. Five weeks, so, count them down. I am at, I'm not at home. I'm at my sister's house. But yet, listen, I need to get out this snow. These, <laughs> y'all don't know, it has snowed every day for a week. There's a lot of it. There's too much of it. And I'm ready to go. So I think, I think you and half the nation are about that. It's snowing everywhere. But it's good to hear from you. Good to know that you're yeah. ready to go. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. All right. So let me uh, go ahead and bring in the guests that we have today. Returning, always welcome, Mr. Chris Means. Just ask a brother, how are you today? Hey, whenever you want to know, just ask a brother. <laughs> What's going on in your way? Are you are you buried in snow as well? Yeah, yep, yep. I'm buried in snow, but you know, it's a, the last couple of days have been sunny, and so uh, it's starting to melt off. But I think we got another round coming by uh, tomorrow. Well, I mean, it is February, right? So this is typical of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. So can't complain too much. If it was eighty degrees, then we have an issue. <laughs> Also returning, Brother Wise, how are you today? Man, can't complain. How y'all doing? Good, 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 good. Is it snowing where you at? No, nah, no, nah, it's actually clear out here. Um, it was a little bit of sleep a few days ago, but it's clear out here in Virginia. All right. And we got a newcomer to the show, Miss Angeli. Hi. Welcome, welcome. How are you? Thank you. Good, good. How so are you? Doing well. So give give our listeners, for those who are just uh, hearing from you the first time, if you don't mind, just a little bit about yourself. And uh, if there's anything that you want to to uh, promote as far as what you're doing or what you're into, please, by all means. Sure. Uh, so my name is Angelie Abraham. Um, I work in uh, advertising. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's a generally creative field, but on the side, I like to compose my own music, uh, write my own songs, things like that. Um, I've been working on a project for five years on and off, and that's probably, and it's a little, it's been a little bit more off than on recently. Um, but soon I hope to get back to it. And so hopefully at that point, I will have something to promote. But as of right now, I've got a clean creative slate. Okay. And so is that in the, in the field that you've been working on? You're about to put together a double LP? Is that... <laughs> no, it's actually a musical. So, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we definitely welcome you and, and definitely, um, love to have you on the show. So also not new but definitely a, a return member naimi how have you been it's been a while since we've heard from you yeah i've been good, good. just just like everyone i can't stand the snow I'd rather actually be in florida right now to be honest <laughs> so do you have people in florida or are you just trying to get out well actually i have my parents and my sisters actually live in florida we actually went in january to visit them mm -hmm. and i regret coming back <laughs> I heard Florida is not um, shut down that much. I heard they're just operating no business as normal. Yeah, it, it, well, now right now they have a curfew till 12, mi 12 midnight, but I know DR is probably worse than the curfew. But um, okay. yeah, they're not really as cautious as we are over here, but I basically just stayed home most of the time just to spend time with family. I didn't really go out too much, but it's just dealing with like the nice weather is like so yeah. relaxing. Yeah. That is, it made me want to like, dang, I want to stay back. But yeah. And to be fair, not, not a knock on, on Florida, but to be fair, there's very few places that are uh, as dense as New York. We're all just on top of one another here. 
Yeah. So it's much harder to, you know, just by way of living, most places are easier able to uh, sustain that social distance that we all are adhering yeah, to of course. current pandemic phase. So um, welcome, welcome. As welcome Thank all you. of you. Thank you guys for joining. Trish, do we want to bring in, let's go ahead and bring in, uh, last week we made a little change. We started to read from one of our producers, Hassan's Success and Inspiration 365. And I think it was went really well. So we want to continue that and keep that going. So do you want to read for today for those who need success and inspiration in their lives? Absolutely. So again, Success and Inspirations 365 is a book filled with success, inspirations, and meditations for every day of the year. Um, today, on the 52nd day of um, the year, which, what is it, February 28th? Um, no, 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 21st. 21st, you in the future. <laughs> um, Way in the future. You're trying, you're trying to skip a week so you can get on your vacation. That's, you're trying to... Listen, you, you know it. You know, that's exactly what this is. I am trying to skip a week to go on vacation. Um, all right, so today's um, inspiration is we are all individuals. There is no need to be discouraged because you are not just like someone you may know and admire. You are, they are them and you are you. We all have gifts that are unique to only us and no one else in the world can do some things that we can. Be encouraged and be yourself. Hey, I, I feel that one because in, so, in this world, yeah, it's very easy to fall into that trap of uh, comparison. They got, I don't, I got, I exactly. Want, I know. think exactly. It's uh, just real quick, you know, um, we live in this social media age where we see everyone's triumphs all the time. We see all the good things that are happening. And it's very, very easy to compare like, oh, well, why am I not doing more? Or why am I not, you know, or I haven't accomplished as much as the next person, but everybody has their own gifts. Uh, just as the book says, everyone is unique. No one else is you. Um, so, you know, continue on your own individual path. Your journey is definitely your own. So this is exactly. awesome. It's, it's a great message. Yeah, I'm, I'm inspired. Thank you, Brother Hassan. Success and Inspirations 365. Check it out. So Trish, are you ready for the topic? I know I'm ready for the topic. I think this one's going to get really, really, it should, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, no, no. So today's topic. So all of our talking over listeners, today's topic is harmony in diversity. So how can religious, cultural, and racial differences impact your relationships? Ooh, and we live in one of the most, um, uh, what's the word, amalgamous countries in the world where this could get very, very, uh, we can dig, we can dig, we can definitely peel some layers off on this one for sure. So what we normally do uh, in keeping in that tradition, whenever we have a new guest, we like to, to defer to them and get their insight first. So Anjali, being the newcomer, the resident newcomer, I wanna go ahead and let you speak your thoughts on that with the topic of harmony and diversity. How does um, you know, cultural differences, racial differences, all type of differences impact your relationship or even your dating when you're out there on the market? Yeah, um, so it, that has been a theme throughout my life and my relationships. Um, I grew up in a small town in Oregon okay. um, and it was mainly Caucasian. Um, so I was immediately a minority uh, from mm -hmm. birth. Um, so uh, my, my background is uh, I'm Indian, I'm Indian American. Okay. Um, so my parents uh, moved from India uh, to the U.S. in the 70s, and at the time, there, what, there were maybe five Indian families, um, so I grew up around a lot of people that weren't my own race, um, but Oregon was, Oregon was very uh, racially accepting in a lot of ways, so um, while there was its challenges, um, I cultivated a lot of relationships with, um, with uh, people that I was attracted to that were from different races, but it quickly came to find that the conversation was somewhat different mm -hmm. in the sense that my parents had an arranged marriage. You know, most of the guys that I dated back then, uh, they either came from a family that had a love marriage or they had a, um, or their, 
uh, parents were divorced. Um, and it was, uh, it, it was a very different conversation because their, their uh, interpretation of a relationship was on an individual level. Whereas when you grow up Indian, India, uh, or, you know, a lot of Asian countries, I should probably say, mm-hmm. it, it's not just about, it's not just about the individual or the couple. When you marry, you, you marry into a family. Ooh, um, okay. So it is, that's why arranged marriages still exist after all of these years, because you, the, the parents of the kids that are getting married, they want to make sure they're marrying into a good family because it will have effects on not just the immediate family, but the extended family all around uh, from, from a social perspective, as well as a uh, political and economic perspective. So it's- how was that, how was that juxtaposition being brought up with that uh, in, in, you know, under that yoke, I should say, mm-hmm. how, what clashes did you have to, uh, did you find when you went out there and started dating and you had to decide which one, you know, was for you, which one spoke to you yeah. or, you know, uh, what kind of conflicts did a- arise or arose uh, with someone you were seeing that didn't understand? Mm-hmm. Oh, there were plenty. Um, so I can say that my first boyfriend he came from uh he, he came from a family whose parents had been divorced for years um and all of our uh, all of our family friends who were indian stayed together even if they hated each other like that was just mm, okay um so you know my parents had a very uh tumultuous relationship so he could not understand why they were still together if they uh-huh. disliked each other so much. Uh-huh. Um, so there was a lot of there was a lot of having to explain that kind of family dynamic. How you know, like at the best of times, my parents were friends, and at the worst of times, they you know lived in separate rooms, but they were still mm-hmm. married on paper. Okay. Um, so it, it caused a lot of it caused a lot of conflict because when when you're with someone that doesn't understand that kind of fundamental aspect of your background and you constantly have to explain yourself, it got, it got really tiring and really exhausting just to, just to be in that relationship. Um, And because if something got hard with uh, the guy's name was Andrew at the time, if something got hard with Andrew, like we got into an argument or something like that, he would, he would kind of run away very quickly. Mm. Whereas mm-hmm. I was, I was brought up to not run away. You stick it out, you know, mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. how bad it gets. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, so it caused a lot of problems. And I was, I realized that I was expending a lot of effort uh, mm. to mm-hmm. keep a relationship going. And it was just way too exhausting. Mm. Um, and so it being one-sided on that yeah. effort as well. Hundred percent. It was very yeah. one-sided, and that was kind of my first time where I was like, "This dating is going to be harder than I thought it was going to be." Okay. Um, yeah, and, but okay. then I dated an Indian, and I saw the flip side <laughs> to the whole thing, <laughs> and that was just as exhausting. So, <laughs> did you did you find did you have a little more uh, compassion after that for for Andrew and his plight after you chatted you I saw that you got on the flip side of it? I did. Well, thank you. It was very weird. The two worlds were colliding because this was a guy from India. So like he was a hundred percent brought up with the same like philosophies, values, like, you know, ancestrally that I had been brought up with, but I grew up in America. So I was like, love is, you know, I watched all the rom-coms, you know, human, Um, but like, but like he, he, he didn't look at love the same way that I did. And so we, we clashed on that level. So I was, I was very confused for a very long time as to what and who I wanted to date. Yeah. I just tried everything until I found something that worked. Well, well, that's definitely a a huge part of just the journey, right. Of, Mm -hmm. Of finding out who you are, what you like, and thank you. Thank you for being so open and sharing that, especially as a first time guest. We love our listeners. love that. Um, so appreciate it. So I want to ask uh, Naimi, and then I want to get Chris and Wise in here as well. So Naimi, 
Um, with the topic of, of harmony and diversity, do you have any experiences that you can speak to or what are your thoughts? Do you feel like um, there's a thin line between, is there a thin line between like closed mindedness and just preferences, right? I feel like that is a very complicated question mm -hmm. because it's like you don't only experience like your own culture, but then you experience the family culture within within a family then you have the american culture right there's so many layers that, to it yeah there's like different layers to it I, I mean i could speak from my own experience because my husband he's actually black i'm hispanic but he's not only american black but he's all his family is from guyana okay i probably butch, butchered that but um which is so in South America. Yeah, he's Guyanese. He's Guyanese. Yes. And with our marriage, it's like we learn a lot of stuff about each other and our own culture and how sometimes like we tend to, we used to, not now, we used to bump heads because of like the differences, mm -hmm. but then we just learned to have a compromise. But when it comes to the question of like between open-mindedness and preferences, I feel like that it also comes from the family you come from or like your friends or certain environments to uh, to make you have certain preferences but it also involves but there's some cases where like there is open-minded so it could be a balance of, of two like when for example another example with me is that i have more of an open-mindedness um where like i'm open to all race or culture but there always has to be like a compromise between the two. Like if I'm gonna be in a relationship with someone, I don't know if that answered the question, but like that's my perspective on, on both. If okay. it's confusing, then okay. just let me know. No, that's that's you know, that's your perspective. And again, we're, none of us are dating relationship experts, and that's that's what part of Talk It Over is about, is just bringing yeah. in those different life views and experiences. Uh Chris means ask a brother, what's what are your thoughts? You know, uh, th yeah, th there's a lot that can be unpacked in this. Um, you know, it's, I'm old enough now that I've, uh, you know, dated um, maybe a self-professed, you know, U UN ambassador. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've been I've, around the world. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I've, I've gotten, you know, I, 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 you know, growing up, you know, uh, in a family that was very Afrocentric, um, and then moving to a predominantly, you know, white neighborhood, you know, at, at the age uh, from sixth grade on, mm -hmm. there was always this, you know, this conversation that the parents would have, like, you know, you know, you're surrounded by all these, you know, predominantly, you know, white women. Now you can do that, but let us, you know, just so you know. <laughs> mm -hmm it may not go over so well. <laughs> mm. And you, they, they were talking about from their perspective, from, like from might, their perspective, it might not go over uh, well with yeah. them or. Well, you know, they, they were, they were, you know, teenagers in the sixties, you know, so. Uh, okay. Yeah. Their experience was very much. Yeah. Rights experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and you know, my grandparents, you know, uh, coming through, you know, the Jim Crow era, uh, you know, so we were influenced. Uh, we were cautioned about, Right. Know, who we would date. Right. Inter intermixing. They, and, yeah. they wanted to give us the exposure to, you know, to, you know, to whomever or whatever. And they encouraged having friendships and relationships with everyone. They loved right. everyone. But there was this understanding that there are, you know, some cultural differences that may affect having a, you know, a really profound relationship. And so as I, you know, went through my experiences, I did come to understand there were times where, and, you know, I think Anjali may have, you know, spoke on this, where you were in a relationship that you had to put a lot more energy into in right. order for you to have an understanding about whatever kind of uh, experiences you were having with each other, whatever kind of, you know, love or feelings you were having with each other. And, you could also be in a, a, a relationship with your own culture and not have so much um, dynamics of like, like, like you, you kind of get each right. other. Everything understood doesn't need to be right? said. You know what I mean? So 
throughout different uh, relationships, you know, you find that you put, you know, if you are of a diverse relationship, you put a lot more energy in order to understand the love that you have for each other, at least that, you know, from, from my experiences. Okay. So something I wanted to, that kind of crossed my mind as you, and I think you kind of may have already alluded to it a little bit, uh, because I was going to ask, like, some of these things are just the nature of being in a relationship, period. Do you feel that, uh, and I'm, I'm going to let Wise answer this, do you feel that the differences where there's cultural or racial, does it compound the, um, the clashes that come with just being with another individual, right? So as you, as you kind of spoke about, Chris Means, where you say there's some things that just, like you said, everything understood doesn't have to necessarily have to be said. But then sometimes when you are with someone who is not of the same cultural or religious or racial background, there is a little bit of extra dialogue that has to take place because that understanding may not be innate in that person. So, Wise, what are your, what are your thoughts? To touch on what you just spoke about, um, I think that, like I said last week, it's a communication thing and what you're, deal, what you're willing to deal with with the other race. Some I've also said too in the past, like like the whole LGBTQ community, um, I like to throw this example out there. They don't want people to look at them and who they have sex with and what they do. So it should be vice versa when it comes to different races dating each other. It should be the same thing. Like you shouldn't judge people on who they choose to sleep with. And I feel like that's a big problem in our country. It should be looked at the same way. Like I said, like how the LGBTQ community, they don't want people judging them. So you shouldn't judge people for dating outside of their race. But like I said, to go back to what you was talking about, I do feel like it starts with communication and what you're willing to compromise, what you're willing to deal with. Sometimes you can't deal with not understanding the other race and stuff that they've been through. It might not click with you. I also got friends too and people who believe in keeping their race pure. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing too. Well, all of our races, I feel like. Yeah, there's an element of that in, in every, yeah. There's definitely that yeah. vein and that thought, that ideology that right, permeate, right. permeates all religions. Right. Yeah, go ahead, what you were. It's a, it's a heavy conversation, you know what I mean? But like I said, I think it's about compromise, communication, and what you're willing to deal with, but. Okay, Trish, where you I at? Said. I know you got a question bubbling somewhere. I'm gonna let Trish get her, uh, get her thoughts together. So, you know, I, I hear us all talking about these cultural differences. Um, you know, seeing that, I'm, I'm also West Indian. Um, I am first generation um, Guyanese uh, American. So my parents were born in Guyana. My sister was born in Guyana. I was born here. Um, and uh, growing up, there definitely have been a lot of cultural differences. So look at me, you know, I look black, you know, grew up in the hood, et cetera, et cetera. So my preference is African-American or black men. Um, however, within that, I have a preference of West Indian or African men because culturally we share a lot of the same values. Um, and that's just a personal preference. However, beyond that, there's the whole religious aspect of that. So I have a kind of a question that I want to ask you guys. Like, if you, let's say, Wise, you just spoke about, you know, um, people wanting to keep their race pure or wanting to keep the race pure and dating only within their cultural segment. But within that, you have all of these different religions. So you can be Black, you can be a Black Muslim, you can be a Black, black Catholic, you can be a Black Jew. There's so many different religious beliefs. So how do you deal with the different fundamental ideas about life when it comes to, you know, when it comes to dating within your race? within a different religion within your race? Like, how do you deal with those different fundamental ideas that come with religion? Me, personally... So, uh, anyone's open to answer this. So, why is you, you want to take this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me, personally, I'm not really heavy religious like that. I believe in, like, the Ten Commandments because most religions have, like, think, just things that you naturally do, like, don't lie, don't steal, don't cheat. Most religions have those, all of those things in common. So, I'm kind of like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not religious like heavy religious, but I'm a good more, I have good morals. You know what I mean? When it comes to dating, for me, it's like, as long as you're not radical, <laughs> I might be able to deal with it. Right, a little kind of- You know of what I'm saying? Mid, like, it's the, radical, it's the yeah. radical shit for me. Like some people the are extreme. extreme. Yeah. Like extreme. you could believe in what you believe in and I could believe in what I believe in, but the radical, you know what I mean? It, that's, that's when it's like, it's a deal breaker for me. Does anybody, Chris, what are your thoughts? Go ahead, Chris. 
Oh, um, you know, the, 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 whole, the religious aspect of it really, you know, tends to make for good dynamics in a relationship. Um, I grew up Christian and, you know, I've dated a, a Muslim girl and those conversations were, it, it was really, and as I've grown up, I've become more spiritual and, and, and I've been able to adopt um, a philosophy of multiple, you know, uh, religions, because I kind of find that it's, I like to try to find the commonality between us more than the, the differences between us. So, um, you know, I can, I can, there are aspects of um, Hinduism, there's aspects of Christianity, there's aspects of Islam, there's aspects of uh, Buddhism that I adopt and live uh, and try to live my life. But in getting in understanding that or in dating someone and not knowing, I found it as a good opportunity to actually learn more about what I do or trying to believe. And you know, and understanding more about other religions, um, but it, it, it those made for some really good you know dynamic conversations, you know, and it also tested the will of what I do believe or what I did understand, you know. So it was interesting. Nice, nice. All right, all right. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, what I'm going to do is I'm actually we have some guest audience members here with us that um. I'm going to actually pull into the conversation if they don't mind. So as soon as we come back from a break, we'll be right back. A long day before she get off. Her manager been bugging, so she gonna be kind of pissed off. Had a bath, water burning, had a dinner cooked up. I treat her like the lucky lady that I like to lick up. I don't do that shit all the time. What's going on, y'all? This is Wise, founder of the Comfort Kills Collective clothing line, designer, recording artist. You are now tuned in to Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that starts in bed. Now back to the show. Like that shit, uh, got me in a different mood for this type of goal. You know I'm a different dude when it come to you. I ain't never told a lie and I won't start with you. All right, we are back and today we are discussing harmony and diversity. The racial, cultural, or religious differences that may or may not impact a relationship or dating. And it's, it's pretty heavy. Um, but as I said before we want to break, what I want to do is go to our guest audience. Uh, if you have been paying attention or listening, following us, we are now at this point where we are actually having audience members uh, participate or just listen. And today I'm going to uh, see if Ms. Asa Lee would like to chime in on the topic uh, and see what her thoughts are, if she wants to join at all. So um, I am not religious, I'm more spiritual, um, like some of the other guests. I've been exposed to many religions and I find that um, we're all trying to get to a certain place spiritually. Um, we all agree that there is a governing force that um, guides us um, in terms of dating. I've only dated black men or men of African descent or that looks black. Um, I have no desire to date outside of my race. I mean, if you do, you know, if you like it, I love it. Like that's your business. But me personally, um, I couldn't see myself with anything else besides the black men. Um, and there's various reasons. I, I grew up Southern. Um, I've been exposed to racism on uh, a lot of different levels. And for me, it just, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit right within myself uh, culturally. But um, yeah, that's kind of how Okay. Now, did you come into that? And did you come into that decision on your own? Or do you feel like that's what you were raised to be? Did you was there ever a time where you felt like, you know what, let me, let me go out and explore for myself. And then you found that you much prefer to date within your own community? Or was it more of, let me listen um, to pops or the environment or? Well, your my environment definitely played a part of it. Um, I had a few cousins um, and a brother 
both uh, male, all, all male that dated outside of the race. So there were no females that necessarily did it, but just um, internally um, with my personal experiences and then the dynamics of uh, racism. I don't know if any of you are familiar with the South or have family from there, but there's like this heavy energy. Um, I know at least for me and where I'm from a, from a very small town, Mm-hmm. Um, and I just never, I just never thought about it. I mean, right, I could see right. another man, another race that was attractive, but as far as me like laying down with them or you know feeling something lustful or physical with them, it just I, wasn't there. Not, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm 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 actually from North Carolina, and that's well below the Mason Dixon line, and also like a, a small town. And no matter where where I'm from, growing up. You either were black, white, or Native American. No matter where you came from, that was it. You could come from, you could come from India. You could come from the Caribbean. You could come from Africa. You fell into one of those three categories. You could be Hispanic. They just cast you into, you know, the Native American group, and it was like, wow. So I definitely understand how the environment can shape your uh, your your dating. Um, perception as as well, especially when it's unspoken and nobody's really addressing it. Everybody kind of just goes along, which uh, certain places in the South, that's definitely, um, at least in my experience uh, as well, definitely something that happens. Um, Angeline, mm-hmm. any any new thoughts, anything that, you know, anybody spoke on that's kind of brought up, um, turn yeah. the light switch on. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. please. Uh- the religious aspect of all of it. Um, I I grew up Christian, uh, Orthodox Christian. Um, it, it's and it's I've predominantly dated agnostic and atheistic men, and I'm not totally sure why I did that. Um, I did you don't know that I'm before? So, did you like was that? Uh, no. A- no, oh, <laughs> just happened that way. It wasn't really like, it wasn't the first thing that I asked, you know, what religion are you? Uh-huh. Um, but over time, you know, just having conversations about different beliefs and having, you know, those kind of conversations, I began to realize that because I grew up in such a small microcosm type of environment, I wasn't completely exposed to all the different types of religious and different beliefs that there could be. So as an adult, when I had more of a conscious thought about what I was attracted to and who I was attracted to and those kind of things, I, I found myself more, um, more attracted or drawn to people that had, that had a very different belief system to me be, if they're, uh, especially if they were atheist, because mm, that, mm-hmm. that belief in in no higher power mm-hmm. versus my belief of, yeah, man, there's this high ass power and like, you know, I, I adore it. Like, um, it, it was so different, but I wanted to learn why. I wanted to understand why that, that difference was there from a religious perspective in our belief system. Um, and, you know, a lot of it came, came from the fact that I'm comforted my, by my religion. I'm comforted mm-hmm. by the fact that there is, you know, there is a God and there is an afterlife and it just doesn't end, you know, mm-hmm. after we're done here. And, um, and, but I was very interested to learn and understand the other side of that coin where they believe that once we're done here, that's it. Like we are, we are the ether and, you know, we don't exist anymore. So I, I, I didn't understand how, how someone couldn't live without that comfort of knowing that your story doesn't end, you know, after So it was, uh, it was, it was eye-opening. I never changed my beliefs. Like, yeah, that would, that would take a lot, but, um, but I was, but I was able to, through dating someone that was the opposite of me, Mm -hmm. I was able to, I was able to grow my beliefs to include, you know, multiple different forms of religion, you know? So I say now that I'm, I'm Christian, I'm Baha'i, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all of them. You, I'm, you all all of them. Of, <laughs> I'm all of them, but I'm all of them in their philosophy, got not it. necessarily got in it. the deity. Got it. Got it. So 
Chris, I'm gonna come back to you because something uh, you said, and and I um, I wanted to get to the other guests, but I definitely wanted to retouch upon this part. When you were growing up, you know, your your family allowed you to have the choice, right? But they also wanted to prep you by saying, hey, these are some of the challenges that may come up um, when you choose to date, you know, uh, Caucasian or anybody else that is not primarily uh, of of you know the black ethos, right? So. What about when the world intercedes, right? What about when the world starts to step in? Um, because we don't, we don't, we don't interact in a vacuum. So was there ever any time where you know you did find yourself in a relationship with someone of a different religious or different race, and you know it's very apparent just by looking that the world decided to step in and throw in their two cents, right? Now we're on the social media age where everybody with a phone can hide behind, you know, cowards can hide behind their keyboard. And say whatever they want, but you know when we were coming up, that wasn't as prolific. So, do you can you ever recall a moment, and and how did that shape your perception going forward, right? Well, you know, and it was mentioned. So, I I grew up in Indiana, and and then much like North Carolina. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> you, 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 there was really you were. You, it was it was black. It was white. It, in in Spanish and and asian but every it was really black or white if you were right. spanish or asian you were pretty right. much black you know <laughs> just cast you in yeah <laughs> come on in come on in you know it, it and it's it's been interesting because you know once i you know left indiana once i graduated indiana and uh came to new york you know I, my eyes were open to just mm. so much more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, you know, I'm, I moved to Spanish Harlem. I, you know, I ended up in Bed-Stuy, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you know, as a result of living in Bed-Stuy, I didn't, you know, I got yeah. to learn about, you know, the West you, Indies and racking up those, you, you, know, I got to travel, you know, I got to, I got to, you know, date someone from Kenya, you know, and, you know, I grew up saying, Hey, you know, I, you know, I'm African American. And she's like, what do you know about Africa? Right. You know, I'm right. like, huh, that's interesting, you know? And so I had to think about that. So those world impacts. So then I switched from, okay, I'm black American. You know, I could, I, you know what, I'll give that to you. You know, I don't, you know, um, but I, so the world starts impacting you when you get away you know, from your core, you know, that black and white coming to, you know, the, the, the melting pot of New York City, and then having a stint in the South living in Florida for eight years, I, you know, my circle of what I was interested in or who I would date closed. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it closed severely just because, yeah, living in, you know, growing up in Indiana is one thing, you know, having it been, you know, the former clan territory. But then when you go to the South, there's a whole different kind of energy that kind of, you know, that kind of made it seem like, or made me feel like, you know what? I really don't have any interest, <laughs> you know, in, in stepping outside of my people of color circle, you know, because, right. you know, that, right. that, that world impact on that. Mm -hmm. And then gratefully and thankfully getting back to New York, I'm like, ah, I can breathe again because yeah. you know, yeah. I'm meeting different people, different energy, and it, it, it aligns more with my soul. I forget who said it, but uh, a mind once stretched could not return to its former proportions. And I, I had a very similar experience when I first got to New York and when I first got back to, to North Carolina where things that never bothered me or I hadn't noticed were very apparent. And I was like, wow, wow, had I been here, I wouldn't even picked up on that. I would have just, you know, because that's the way it is. Um, so Naomi, we hadn't heard, let's get you in here, Naomi. Definitely want to hear your thoughts. Well, actually, um, a few thoughts came to mind when I heard Angelie and Wise. Uh -huh. um, so when it comes to the, the religion part, I remember when, before I met my husband and I was dating, like I was, I felt like with me, I was open to dating other cultures, but I noticed with the religion part, it's kind of like where the relationship ended in a way where like, let's say if they were Muslim or different religion and, and I'm from a different religion, it's just like, you know, they'll be like, oh no, like I can't because you know, my, 
if unless you decide to convert mm. then we could continue but i didn't want to convert because i'm very religious like i'm a non well i was first catholic but i transferred to a non-denominational um christian but okay. i'm very into my faith with god and my spirituality but i noticed that was like a, a damper in my date and dating relationship but then i had to put my foot down within myself and say like okay you're gonna have to look for someone that's of the same faith ah okay so like that way there could be like a balance and a connection gotcha. between each other then another thing that kind of came into mind is the whole identity of yourself because when my family are dominican mm -hmm. but you know in dominican just like in the u.s dominican is like a melting pot like there's different right. colors different skin but when i was with my own individual family like i'm basically like white like I look white, but I'm not what people will see it and be like, oh, you're white, you're Italian. I'm like, no, I'm I'm Dominican. And right. then my sisters are darker than me. Like it's I think it's two, me and my other sister and my two other sister were dark, were dark, and then my other sister was white. So but when they look at me, they're like, even if I go to Dominican Republic, they're like, oh no, you're not Dominican, you're American. So wow. it's just like wow. that fighting with my own identity, where like, mm -hmm. okay, who am I? Mm -hmm. Like what what am I because of all this like I'm not American but I'm not Dominican either so it's just trying to search like who am I as a person because of all this idea of like culture and race right right it, it's it's amazing how that can uh impact especially when you have you know like you said amalgamation countries like Dominican uh, DR or America, I'm telling you now, if you, based on your description, if you would have been in Chris neighborhood or in my neighborhood, they would have just put you over with the white people and that would have been that. And you were wow. like Dominican. I'm like, well, <laughs> huh, maybe, maybe we messed up. Maybe she's go to Native American. <laughs> they don't know. Well, no, I, I actually have a funny story. I, actually, she would probably, she would be in the black category. And I remember. Okay. In Indiana, she'd be in the black category. I remember when I first moved here to New York, uh, moved to uh, Spanish Harlem, I, you know, in Indiana, when you see another person of color, a black person, you know, you say, what's up? You know, you say hello. Right. And I got to Spanish Harlem and I saw people that looked like me and I, hey, what's up? And boy, <laughs> there was right. supposed to be some fights go down. Right. Like, who are <laughs> you? you? Know, what do you mean? What's up? Motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. No, that just, did, you know, so, you know, I, I quickly learned, you know, I, I adjusted and expanded my, you know, my, my frame of thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's, uh, this is, this has been a, a very good, good. I, I want to thank all of you guys for sharing so much of, of your experiences. Um, I want to get, give everybody an opportunity to give, give final thoughts. And also, um, I want to get Hassan. He's, he's always in the wings. I would love to get his perspective on this if he's willing. Uh, and then we'll get final thoughts um starting starting with wise after hassan and welcome hassan appreciate you being being here thank you all for for, for being here thank you olin thank you <laughs> thanks to all the guests it's like i was listening i was like wow i was having some wild moments um feeling anxious sometimes i'm like because you know wanting to raise my hand like me 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 but um but yeah it's like like this is a a great topic um, on so many levels. I mean, you know, growing, you know, first of all, growing up, you know, with identity, you know, my mother is white, but she's black. You know what I'm saying? My father's my complexion and there's native, there's native American on each side. There's Chickahominy on my mother's side and on my father's side, there's um, East Manapanai. And then there's um, on my father's side, it's like we, we can, we, we, we can trace right back to 1822 when Liberia, you know, with with, 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 with with that new uprising and 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 my great 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 grandfather being one of the missionaries who left America and went back to Liberia to to establish Liberia and then one of his sons became the president of Liberia, James Spears Payne. So it's it's complex and 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 and, and uh, uh, religiously, you know. I, I'm basically, you know, a bag of tricks as well. You know, having been a Christian, a Muslim, a Jew, 
a half a half Buddhist, you know, or a part Buddhist, and 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 then I, I went to chaplain school, and yeah, it's like so. So I've been through so many phases with that, where I wouldn't date someone that wasn't in a religion with me, and then another time where I wouldn't date anyone that was too committed to religion. So, you know, it, yeah, that that's that's a great great great. Um, discussion topic. Yeah, I think it's enough here to definitely have a part two. Part two and three is what it sounds like. <laughs> and and what you were saying there uh, touched on what Wise was talking about with just not, you know, not being able to deal with the extremists, the extremism of whatever it is that That's they, that, that they, uh, <laughs> you know, idealize, whether it's religion. But why, Wise, any, any final thoughts on your end? Anything you want to just um, touch on as we close out? I mean, like I said before, my main thing is just like the radicalness with with other races. Like I said, um, because with that, there's like with the radical is there's there's very little room for for open mindedness, right? No play, it's no play in this. It's just very rigid, right? Okay, so I get you. So like I said, that would be a deal breaker for me. Also, too, like I said, I feel like in the world because there there are races that only stick to their race, but at the same time. It's like like I like I was saying earlier, the whole LGBTQ community, they don't want people to judge them for who they date. So in a broad perspective, we shouldn't judge people for who they choose to be with. And I feel like got that's it. a big issue got in it. America. So got it, got it. All right. Um, Chris, Angeli, would y'all like to say anything uh before we wrap up? Hey, uh, hey, love is patient, love is kind. You uh in any um relationship you're going to be in, you know, as Wise said, you, you have to listen to each other and be able to uh, find a commonality and a connection with each other. And it's going to start with being patient and being kind and being open. Got it. Got it. Angeli, newcomer, would you, first off, before, before you, you give us your final thoughts, how did you, would you come back and be a part of this again? Oh yeah, definitely. This great. is a lot of fun. Great, great, great. I'm thinking a lot on a Sunday morning, which is very rare. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, this was this was great. You know, Naimi said something that that really kind of you know, I I I remember that being also part of my story. Um, just a funny anecdote. I I took a 23andMe test. And I was so excited because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to find out, you know, if I am more than, you know, just Indian. Like I heard like awesome stories about people being like African and people being, you know, when they think that there's something from like, you know, one part of the world and then, you know, they find out they're just like so many different parts of the world. And I was like, yes, you know, I'm going to find out that I'm diverse mm-hmm. and I got the test results back and I'm just a hundred percent South Indian. Um, so, <laughs> so that um, bubble pop, <laughs> the bubble pop, was, damn it. Um, but I, I think one of the things that I got from this conversation today is how much the identity of self of yourself and what you choose to be in the world that can that can sometimes even expand past race past religion who you choose to be and how that feeds into the identity of the relationship mm. that you mm. uh choose to be in. i think that's that's beautiful and wonderful because it, it, it at some point it's got to come back to choice and not just what you were born into or your environment that you're in got it got it beautiful very, very well put thank you for that trisha trish our listeners have been starving for your voice today. So I'm going to let you, uh, I know you got fans out there that's like, wait a minute, where my girl Trish at? Why <laughs> Olin doing all the talking? Wait, why Big O doing all the talking? Where's Trish? So I've what, been what are you here, I've been here listening today. Um, now this has been a great conversation. I think what it all boils down to is that for the majority of us, we're very progressive. You know, we keep an open mind and are willing to step outside of um, what we've been taught or what we've seen um, growing up to explore what feels good within ourselves. So whether that is dating outside of your race, dating outside of your religion, dating outside of your ethnic background, um, and I, I, I just, I see across the board that everyone here just has a really open mind about, and I feel like most people nowadays have a really open mind about these things. Um, they're willing to communicate, willing to have the conversations that are necessary to determine whether or not someone is going to be a good match for them. 
Um, so I, I love these conversations. I love just even listening to all of our audience members, guests. I thank everyone for coming on the show today. These are great, great perspectives. And um, I hope our audience got something out of this today. I, I hope they did too. Um, before we go, I wanted to ask Asali if she wanted to, to uh, finish with any thoughts um, from the guest audience. Um, I just wanted to say that I feel like at the end of the day, we are our experiences, like they shape us, they mold us. You know, you can take something good and turn it into something bad, something bad, turn it into something good. And um, we're all here together and we just, I guess we would just hope and pray we find somebody that meets our energy in right. whatever area that is in, you know? Nice, very well put. All right. All right, well, I wanna thank uh, producers, K.I. from Bed-Stuy, Anna Banana, thank Hassan as well, Bumpy, and uh, as, Creator KI, you just says slow motion. What? 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 You gonna hit me in my? You gonna tell me to slow down on my slow motion? Come on, you messing up my slow motion. Trish, slow motion. You? How you gonna forget? And this is my last word before we go. The? Did anyone pay attention to the love corner this week? The love corner drops on Thursday. You just gonna forget about that? I didn't forget. Well, actually, you know what? Your love corner did so well that I thought, you know what? Let me. It's gonna live on its own. She don't need no more help. I think you got more, <laughs> you got a lot of fans, Trish. I'm trying to get some fans over here. Can Big O get some fans? I'm gonna start a love, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a Big O Corner. You could definitely start a Big O Corner. As a matter of fact, Big O, why don't you come to the Love Corner and talk with me and Jen one of these weeks oh, coming up? Oh, I don't know if y'all want me on there. I'm <laughs> turning up the heat. It's gonna turn, I don't know if it's gonna be busting out the corner when we having some group action going on. Well, you know, we would love to have you either way. Um, but All definitely, right, well, I might audience, crash the party one day. Come and, come and crash the party. But either way, audience, definitely um, tune in every Thursday to the Love Corner with me and Jen, where we are answering all of your questions on love, sex, and relationships. So either way, oh, now you can take it out. I had to say that. Now nah, slow motion is over. You, you take it out. <laughs> all right, slow motion. You, how are you going to forget, and this is my last word before we go, the, did anyone pay attention to the Love Corner this week? The Love Corner drops on Thursday. You just going to forget about well, that? I didn't forget. How, well, actually, you know what? Your Love Corner did so well that I thought, you know what, let me, it's going to live on its own. She don't need no more help. I think you got more, <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of fans, Trish. I'm trying to get some fans over here. Can Big O get some fans? I'm going to start a Love, I'm going I'm to start a Big O Corner. You could definitely start a big old corner. As a matter of fact, big old, why don't you come to the love corner and talk with me and Jen one of these weeks oh, coming up? Oh, I don't know if y'all want me on there. I'm <laughs> turning up the heat. It's going to turn I don't know if it's going to be busting out the corner when we have some group oh. action going on. Well, you know, we would love to have you either way. Um, but All definitely. Right, well, I might audience, crash the party one day. Come and, come and crash the party. But either way. Audience, definitely um, tune in every Thursday to the Love Corner with me and Jen, where we are answering all of your questions on love, sex, and relationships. So either way, oh, now you can take it out. I had to say that. Now nah, slow motion is out. over. You you take it out. <laughs> all right, slow motion. Peace, y'all. Got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.